conspiracy theory as much as the next person, but I wouldn't say that I'm paranoid. Though paranoia can be much more than just being a true crime junkie or a UFO conspiracialist, it can often actually be a pathology in and of itself, particularly when it's associated or made manifest by a mental illness like schizophrenia. Conceptually though, paranoia is actually pretty easy to recognize and understand. People who are paranoid about something specific, or even just in the more general sense, are convinced that there's a conspiracy at work that is directed at them and meant to harm them in some way, or otherwise obstruct their efforts to like do something. Paranoia is often characterized by really rational thoughts and beliefs that can in some cases actually become really complex and extreme. Now most people are familiar with the concept of paranoia through, at the very least, pop culture. I mean, obviously, as an X-Files aficionado, I have to bring up the paranoia of Fox Mulder. Because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you, Skeleton. There are a lot of like tropey examples of paranoia in popular culture such that people are at least vaguely aware of what it means to be paranoid about something. What a lot of people might not know, and what I know I did not know, is that there is actually something that is the opposite of paranoia called pronoia, where the belief is that the universe is conspiring to be helpful to you. So compared to paranoia, the concept and even the word pronoia is quite new, having appeared in a paper in the journal Social Problems in 1982. The author was a man named Dr. Fred Goldner, Queens College, and he described pronoia as the positive counterpart of paranoia. Quote, it is the delusion that others think well of one. Actions and the products of one's efforts are thought to be well received and praised by others. Mere acquaintances are thought to be close friends. Politeness and the exchange of pleasantries are taken as expressions of deep attachment and the promise of future support. Pronoia appears rooted in the social complexity and cultural ambiguity of our lives. We've become increasingly dependent on the opinions of others based on uncertain criteria. So it basically still follows the same principles of paranoia, but in a positive light. So when this paper was published, it actually really took off uh, in the general sense. So there were publications like the Wall Street Journal and Psychology Today that covered it, and it got some mainstream media attention, not just in the United States, but abroad. And so while that may have been the earliest academic appearance, the concept or the belief that the universe is conspiring in your favor actually went back quite a bit farther than that, at the very least to the psychedelic 60s. But it wasn't until the 90s, shortly after Goldner's research made its way across the pond, that a British subculture known as Zippies sort of took the concept of pronoia and seriously ran with it. Side note here, I've been trying to ascertain what this subculture was all about, and I can only liken them to, I don't know, ravers? So someone referred to them as festival crusties, which makes me think they were kind of like early Burning Man culture. The Zippies sort of appropriated pronoia, and it was expanded upon to be defined as the many ways in which people may be conspiring to help you rather than harm you. And that the universe at large then was not out to get you, rather it leaned towards supporting you, which is, I suppose, kind of a nice thought. So the Zippy Pronoia Tour was even a Wired cover story in 1994, as the devoted followers came to North America to help spread the gospel of the more pleasant kind of paranoia. This primarily occurred within the festival subculture, so like, I'm guessing if you were at Warp Tour circa 1994, if 
Warped Tour was a thing in 1994, uh, you probably encountered this movement, or at the very least, someone who displayed sudden attacks of optimism as opposed to trying to shove the lone gunman theory at you. See? Kennedy reference. Go listen to the Chappaquiddick episode if you haven't already, if you're into conspiracies, especially related to the Kennedy family. Anyway, oddly enough, it was actually suggested later that the whole zippy phenomenon was a conspiracy theory in and of itself. That it was a promotional stunt put on by Wired magazine. Wah, wah. But you know who else actually talks about this whole idea of pronoia? And in fact did so way before Goldner and way before zippy subculture? Philip K. Dick. Although he took it to sort of a Twilight Zone extreme, as he would have been wont to do, believing that pronoia took the form of an entity he called Vast Active Living Intelligence System, or VALIS. And he used the word pronoia in his private works, which were not published until 2011, after his death, as early as 1980, which placed his usage after the hippie counterculture, but also before Goldner's paper, so he's somewhere in that timeline, even if we didn't know about it. Another place where Pronoia's influence may have been felt, or certainly a book in which you could pull a quote that really sums up Pronoia, is Paulo Colo's The Alchemist, which was published in the 1980s. And one always remembers this quote from that book, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. 